Preface This book is neither a manual of liturgics nor a scholarly investigation. I wrote it during rare moments of leisure, in the midst of many interruptions. Now, putting together these chapters into one book, I do not pretend that they provide a complete or systematic study of the Divine Liturgy. Rather, this book represents a series of reflections on the Eucharist. These reflections, however, do not come from scientific analysis, but from my own experience, limited though it may be. For more than thirty years I have served the Church as a priest and a theologian, as a pastor and a teacher. Never in these thirty years have I ceased to feel called to think about the Eucharist and its place in the life of the Church. Thoughts and questions on this subject, which go back to early adolescence, have filled my whole life with joy, but, alas, not only with joy. For the more real became my experience of the Eucharistic liturgy, the sacrament of Christ's victory and of his glory, the stronger became my feeling that there is a Eucharistic crisis in the Church. In the tradition of the Church nothing has changed. What has changed is the perception of the Eucharist, the perception of its very essence. Essentially, this crisis consists in a lack of connection and cohesion between what is accomplished in the Eucharist and how it is perceived, understood, and lived. To a certain degree, this crisis has always existed in the Church. The life of the Church, or rather of the people in the Church, has never been perfect, ideal. With time, however, this crisis has become chronic. That schizophrenia that poisons the life of the Church and undermines its very foundations has come to be seen as a normal state. Meanwhile, it can be said without exaggeration that we live in a frightening and spiritually dangerous age. It is frightening not just because of its hatred, division, and bloodshed. It is frightening above all because it is characterized by a mounting rebellion against God and His kingdom. Not God but man has become the measure of all things. Not faith, but ideology and utopian escapism are determining the spiritual state of the world. At a certain point, Western Christianity accepted this point of view. Almost at once, one or another, theology of liberation was born. Issues relating to economics, politics, and psychology have replaced a Christian vision of the world at the service of God. Theologians, clergy, and other professional religious run busily around the world defending, from God, this or that right, however perverse, and all this in the name of peace, unity, and brotherhood. Yet, in fact, the peace, unity, and brotherhood that they invoke are not the peace, unity, and brotherhood that has been brought to us by our Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps many people will be astonished that, in response to this crisis, I propose that we turn our attention not to its various aspects, but rather to the sacrament of the Eucharist and to the Church, whose very life flows from that sacrament. Yes, I do believe that precisely here, in this Holy of Holies of the Church, in this ascent to the table of the Lord and His kingdom, is the source of that renewal for which we hope. And I do believe, as the Church has always believed, that this upward journey begins with the laying aside of all earthly cares, with leaving this adulterous and sinful world, not ideological fuss and bother, but a gift from heaven. Such is the vocation of the church in the world, the source of her service. I also believe that, by God's mercy, orthodoxy throughout all ages has kept and guarded this vision, 
this consciousness of the church, this knowledge that where the church is, there is the Holy Spirit and the fullness of grace, Irenaeus of Lyons against the Heresies 3.24.1. But precisely because this is so, we, the Orthodox faithful, must find the inner strength to plunge into this Eucharistic renewal of the church. It is not reform, adjustments, and modernization that are needed so much as a return to that vision and experience that from the beginning constituted the very life of the Church. To remind us of this is the goal of this book. Proto-Presbyter Alexander Schmemann, November 1983